Okay, well, I got news for you, Puncho Vila, or whoever the fuck you think you are. While you're out there playing fucking games, you're leaving a trail, and it's gonna start to point to me. Now, I'm warning you. Do you know who you fucking with? I'm fucking Sonny Ross Miller. I know every goddamn thing. I'll tell him every fucking contact you got in the States. I'll name names, dates, places. I'll give them your fucking Texas politicians. New York, Miami. Washington. Are you threatening me, Sonny? Are you threatening me? You are a guest in my house. Show me some fucking respect. Well, 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 fucking well. Look at who we have here on this beautiful Wednesday morning. Um, shout out to Pancho Villa. What's good, y'all? My niggas and nigglets. Uh, this is a, another round of Chosen with CC. And of course, I'm CC. Um, I didn't realize my last episode was episode 10. So hooray for me. I wish I had the uh, round of applause sound effect. But uh, yeah, round of applause for me. I finally got to episode 10. Boy, I tell you, it was a fucking struggle. I didn't think I was going to make it. But here we are. This is episode 11. Um, This episode hoping that this episode will be up on apple podcast um with all of the shit that was going on in my life with the you know just life be life and 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 it's and it continues to life i forgot i I canceled a um a bank account i canceled my bank account one of them but it was the same account that was under my Apple podcast account (laughs) excuse me so when I did episode 10 and I went to Apple podcast connect you know for all the podcasters who know what that is I uploaded the episode but it didn't go to Apple podcast and come to find out I want to say it's because of that I just switched over my my new banking information I don't know how long it's going to kick in um so yeah this episode for sure will be up on spotify also with spotify buying out anchor my and i think i may have i think i may have mentioned it on my last episode i don't know but i'm gonna mention it again because of that my previous shows are on a old uh spotify link um so this episode 10 is like is to start fresh. I had to make a whole new Spotify uh, account and everything. You can still listen to my previous episodes. I think it's just going to be one of those things where I would have to physically send you a link if you don't already follow that page. Um, but I'm going to put this new link in a description and you can hit the follow button for this new Joseph with CC um, podcast page where you can hear all of the new episodes. Um, 
so yeah and, and that's pretty much it question of the day how are y'all doing great good decent never better it could be better and eh, i'm not feeling it i'm in a funk put this whole day in a bag of rice i'm struggling give me all of that give me all of that um I receive you very well and I may could give you some type of words of encouragement, even if your day is going, going good. I'm going to add to that. Um, my day, how, are I, how am I doing? I'm doing all right, man. I'm doing all right. It's a hot one down here in New Orleans for the folks who are not down here. Um, we are dealing with 90 plus degree weather. Sunday, uh, it was 95 with a heat index of 115. Monday was 93 with a heat index of 100 and something. Uh, yesterday, the same. And I think today is about the same. Let me double check. I got my phone. I, I came prepared. I, I jotted some shit down in my notes. Of the things I wanted to talk about this episode. Um. It's 88 right now. That's only because it's early. But when it get around like 11, from 11 to 3, we looking at a good old 90 to 95. Bitch, she is 6 p.m. We going to be 96. How you like those apples? <laughs> so it's a hot one. Um, I would be at work right about now, but I, I took... I took a personal day off because of the heat. Um, for the folks who do know, I, I work in a warehouse. Um, and if you know, you know. If you do that type of job, you know whatever the temperature is outside, it's going to be times two on the inside. Even with fans and, um, and it's an old school warehouse, so we don't have any AC. But even with fans, you know, industrial fans, like it, it just blows out hot air. So, um, like I said, when it, when it hits 95 outside, it's going to be fucking 195 on the inside. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I took a personal day off, man. It, it's, and it feels good. It feels fucking good. Uh, but shout out to the job though. Shout out to the job. I'm not going to get into the Carrie Chronicles. I know I mentioned that in the first episode because I, 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 I want to jot down like the timeline of when the bullshit started with this co-worker up until now. And I have to sit for a minute and like go back into my memory Rolodex, you know. Cause it is indeed a lot of shit. Y'all, y'all know I'm a storyteller, and I be having stories for days about a lot of shit, a lot of fucking people. Um, so yeah, be looking out for the Carrie Chronicles. So what I got in this here phone, <laughs> Father's Day. I'ma just take it back because I think the last episode was right before. Father's Day. Um, shout out to all the, to all the fathers, the, the daddies, the papas, um, the granddaddies, even the onks, you know, even the, the, the big cousins and even uh, the OGs. Um, happy Father's Day to, to my father. It feels good. 
saying happy Father's Day, Daddy, I love you, face to face to my father. Um, as some of you may know, my dad has been incarcerated for mm, for the past like 10, 11 years to be on to keep it a, to keep it all the way a thou with you. My pops has been incarcerated pretty much my whole life um, on and off. Uh, pretty much from when, from the time I was born up until I was like 13, 14, he came home and he was home for, you know, a good lengthy time, maybe like nine, 10 years and, you know, fell victim of, of the streets and he went back in and he did about, about four or five years at that time. I was a little past 21. I think he went in the second time. For I think I was like 23 I don't even think I was 24 he did that bid and um let me see I'm thinking that, that that's why the silence I'm thinking of the age uh no I'm sorry let me let me backtrack the second time he went in I was like 26 yeah I was 26 because he was in when I made 30 and I had to spend my, you know, my, my 30th, not by myself. I had family and friends, but you know, I didn't have my dad present. Um, so, you know, and, and once he came home, I was, uh, and now up until now, um, I'm 36. So he, he came home when I was 35. He spent like a good ten years. I mean, I, I, I'm I'm saying eleven because it feels like eleven. Um, but yeah, so you know, it's been, it's been plenty. It's been plenty Father's Days, uh, other holidays, birthdays that we've both missed from each other. Um, but this this year, you know, it felt really good cooking a good meal for not just him but for the family. It was so hot, y'all. My dad stayed inside. Now my daddy. Y'all don't know my daddy. Y'all know me. Yeah, um, Tyrone. Yes, his name is Tyrone Agbar. Um, <laughs> is his Muslim name. It was so hot. He had a few. He had a few homeboys that came in town. I think they're still in town. Um, if I'm not mistaken, but they were in town, and you know, we we have second lines down here. My dad is a second liner. That's what he used to do. You know, especially when he was home that that first ten years. He go to second line every Sunday. You know, my, my daddy is a second line dancer. You know, he's one of them niggas that get on top of the, the roof of a car and, you know, show you the footwork. Um, he, he an old man now, so he ain't doing that. He'll still go to a second line, but he ain't, he ain't getting on no niggas, uh, he ain't getting on no niggas, uh, cars. But, you know, he still do a little one too. Um, but it was a lot of that that was going on for all this day. He was like, man, it's so hot. I'm not fucking with none of that shit. So we all stayed inside. I, I did go to the store. The, uh, early that morning, got some fish, you know what I'm saying, Paris pan sear, some catfish, hear me, some, uh, I think I did, so like some mashed potatoes and some Brussels sprouts, you know, it was a, it was a, it was a good dinner, it was a good dinner for the fam, and, um, yeah, we ended Father's Day off in our pajamas and a bed. Uh, speaking of fathers, yo, perfect segue. Speaking of fathers, someone is becoming 
a new daddy. And that's our guy, New Orleans Pelicans forward slash center, Zion Williamson. Now, a few weeks back, a few weeks back, uh, Zion uh, had a baby shower, him and the, him and his, his, his lady. I didn't get the name of the lady, but boy, black Twitter and, and Instagram, they had a field day with this. They had a baby shower welcoming their uh, firstborn child. Congratulations to him, to the both of them. Congratulations are in order for the both of them. A lot of people were giving him heat. Apparently that apparently the young lady is a exotic dancer. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I don't know if this is a, a dancer, a young lady that dances down here in New Orleans at one of our more popular um, strip clubs. But nonetheless, she's a she's a dancer. So they say that's neither here nor there. I'm like this. She, she hit a lick. <laughs> the bitch hit a lick. Um, she set for life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Whether she met, whether they get married or not, she's fucking set for life. Um, also, I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it up. I thought with you again. I'm just happy it's with a black woman. I I, I ain't gonna hold you. You know what I'm saying? Um, cause Zion Williamson, he gives me that. I used to date white chicks or I'm into white chicks as well. You know what I'm saying? And I can get jiggy with the swirl, you know, to a certain degree. Um, but I'm just nonetheless, I'm happy that that this that this baby is going to be coming out of a black woman. So round of applause for that. I wish I had the sound effects. I'm going to get it at some point. I'm going to get it at some point. Um, let's just hope and pray that, you know, praying for a healthy baby, a healthy, a healthy mother, a healthy birth, you know, Zion, you're going to have to get, you're going to have to shed some more pounds. You know, you're going to have to shed that baby weight of yours. You're going to have to get in that gym. You're going to have to play ball because boy, you is not making money for yourself, but you're going to be making money for somebody else, bitch. Not just for one more, but for two more. You know, you really going to be playing ball. <laughs> um, ain't no playing for, for 10, 15 games and then you out. Nah, B, I'm going to need you to play the whole 42 82 games, however many games that they play in the season. Now, I think they may have changed. I don't think it's 82 games no more. But I'm going to need you to play the whole season now. <laughs> um, so, yeah, one, 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 wonderful to me. That's wonderful news. Segue into gift expectations. Um, the last, uh, I want to say the last like two or three years, maybe even longer. But from what I've seen from my POV, the last two or three years, a lot of the fathers, at least that's in my, my generation, the age range, um, the gift expectations are different. You know, these daddies don't want your regular socks, drawers, undershirts. You know, they they want they want to get treated like the king that they is, you know, get that man a Rolex. Yeah, man, 
Get them, get them, get them a plain Jane. You know what I'm saying? If you got it, bust it down. You know, they don't want no draws, man. They don't, they don't even want no pussy. You know what I'm saying? Cause they get that already. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now if you gonna give them some some new pussy, then that, you know, yeah. But don't give that man the same pussy that he's been getting all year round. You know what I'm saying? It's not good enough. Your your chocha is not good enough, beloved. <laughs> um, so I've I've seen just you know social media. The gift expectations have have changed tremendously. Uh, these guys, uh, they want to be treated like the king. They want to get flued out. They, you know, they want you bitches to pay for the cruises. They want you bitches to, you know, uh, foot the bill. You know, get 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 them a tomahawk. You know what I'm saying? Fuck it, bring off salt bait. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> steak forty eight, me please. You know, uh, and I and I love to see it. I love to see it because I know. A lot of a lot of good fathers, and and this is where my shout outs are, are going to come in. I know I'm going to forget a few names. My my homeboy, Javon, um, who who I've talked about in the last episode and probably previous episodes. Uh, he's a he's a great father. Um, shout out to to Young Akil, um, my homeboy, uh, Fat Cat, Darren. Um, man, this is so many. My, my homeboy, John creator of being a boys uh new father west um his baby was born i think he's about two or three months now my mother home shout out to darius doing his thing in indianapolis with his two raising his two young kings with his queen um it's it's, it's just it's just you know shout out to my brother <laughs> yeah shout out to him <laughs> You know, for whatever for, for whatever it is that he do, um, really no, seriously, shout out to him. He he is a new grandfather. My my niece, um, she's not my oldest niece. She's my second to oldest niece. Uh, shout out to her. She had a baby. I want to say in January. I want to say I I I could I could be I, I know I'm off. Not even could be. I know I am. I'm off by however many months, but uh. That made my brother be a first time grandpappy. So shout out, shout out to him. And just shout out to all the dads, man. Young and old, new dads, daddy's dad that's been daddying for however many years. You know, I, I see I see you niggas is killing it. Y'all make it look easy, but I know it's not. I can't wait to be somebody's pappy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? To, to keep to keep to keep it a thou. The keep it a thou, man. I am somebody's daddy. I am somebody's daddy. To all you niggas. See what I'm saying? All you niggas is my sons, man. You know what I'm saying? Somehow, someway, I, I, I influence some of you niggas when it comes to the sneakers, when it comes to the hats, when it comes to the fucking music, even, even down to the food choices. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all niggas is my sons. I got to laugh myself because I know it's not true. <laughs> man, man, man. Um, what's going on in the world, man? It's it's so much stuff. I didn't I wrote down some stuff, but it was a lot of stuff that happened while writing that stuff and I just you know, you just get overwhelmed with jotting down shit. What else happened in the world? The fucking the the submarine shit. Now let me tell you something. I don't know everything in detail. Granted, social media tells everything in detail. 
but it was a group of folks going on this excursion to find uh, remnants of the fucking Titanic. And they all died. They all died. There was a, a, a young fellow on there. He was 19 years old. He went with his father. Um, and there was an interview with a mother. She w- she was saying that um, he wanted to please his dad. And that and that got that's that's that shit is really sad, man. You know, your daddy been talking about doing this shit for however long. He's been fascinated with with the Titanic. And he he gets you, influences you, manipulates you, whatever, whatever it is to get you to go with him on this excursion underwater. You're literally going to a place only God has been. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The amount of pressure that the water gave in on this submissile submarine type thing that was being controlled by a fucking PS5 controller. You know what I mean? That that is some astonishing shit. You know, and of course social media made made light of it, you know, the jokes and everything. But in all seriousness, the shit it shit it the shit really makes it, you know, you, you gotta look at it like, yes, it's sad, but we could be doing so much so many other things with the money that we have. You know, this 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 goes to show you the fucking privilege, the entitlement that these folks have for them to spend that type of money on doing some shit like that the fine fucking remnants of the titanic you know what i mean 250 thou however for per person i don't know you know that's neither here or there this 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 is a number that my aunt threw out in a conversation you know what you can do with 250 thou you know what i'm saying yes you you can get a house you can get a car that's a down payment on on a couple cars that's a that's a nice down payment on a on a nice house. You know what I'm saying? Niggas say, oh, you can feed the homeless. No, no, I can't feed the homeless. Mm-mm. That's for the government to do. <laughs> you know, but like individually, for me, if I have to, if I get, if I hit a lick, and it just so had to be two hundred fifty thousand, I'm paying off Granny's house. I'm buying me a pad. You know, take care of my people, of course, and then I'm gonna run it up, and then I'm gonna invest, which, which that's the thing anyway. You know. Um, Maybe not into the whole real estate thing because, to keep it a buck, that shit is at a standstill. Niggas is not buying property like they once was, um, like they once was two and three years ago. You know, yeah, you could buy a house, but it, the intention would have to be different other than, oh, I'm going to flip it. Like, niggas is not buying houses. So, not, you know, if I'm going to buy another house, it would be for my parents. But it just makes you think, like, the elitists, what they spend their money their funds on and no you don't want a pocket watch but it does make you think it does make you question you know what i'm saying what the fuck <laughs> you know but uh, but r.i.p to those folks who lost their lives looking for the fucking titanic bitch now let me take a sip it is motherfucking cranberry juice Ay, 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 hopefully this, hopefully this episode will be short and sweet and when i say short i mean i mean about an hour i'm trying to think of all other stuff 
that um that's been going on other than the stuff that I wrote. Do people still watch war shows? Cause I do. At least when I can. Um this past weekend, I think it was Sunday, the BET Awards. I thought it was good. I thought it was fucking good. BET Awards celebrating 50 years of hip hop. Um, I enjoyed it. I felt like I was there. It's 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 about as ratchet as you can get. Um, a lot of folks were wondering where were the, I guess, writers. You know, who was writing for the show because it was very lackluster as far as commentary is concerned. There wasn't a host. The writer strike. Niggas are still on strike in Hollywood. Um, so they, I mean, it did, they did the best they could with what they had. You know what I'm saying? Let me take a sip of this fucking juice right quick. Mm. Spicy. But I thought it was good, of course. The highlight for me is fucking bus a bus. Um, like I talked in my last, po- uh, my last podcast, my last show. About the roots picnic, Buster Rhymes is was on was he's not he's not is anymore. He was on my bucket list of artists to see. So for him to get honored with a lifetime achievement award, that was pretty big. First of all, it's long long overdue, bitch. But I think because he's still active, he still makes music, and you know he's still out on the scene. Like m- maybe that has a lot to do with it. I don't know, but him to get honored. Him to, you know, still perform at a high level. Him and Spliff, like, it was, it's just an incredible thing to see. I'm so happy for Uncle Bus, man. I wish he would have had more time to, to speak on the mic. He, he, he said a lot. He did say a lot already. Um, being not, not an emotional man, but a man just with emotion, with great emotion. He showed it. You know, he he tried to hold back the tears, but he didn't um, rightfully. So, um, again, long overdue, he had all his he had all his kids, you know, with him. Uh, I think except for one, like he said, one was, you know, at, at home or whatever. That must be the youngest. But um, shout out, shout out to, to Uncle Bus Man. Just shout out to all of the, the, the forefathers of hip hop. I was born in 87. So that was still kind of like you know, the beginning of, of hip hop. So, um, I didn't, I guess this is my little introduction to, to hip hop story. I was introduced to hip hop via my brother Charles. Um, of course my mom, you know, she was there since the beginning and, and my brother too. Um, and along with my, my aunts and uncles and shit like that. But it wasn't until, my brother had was was a was a teenager himself and he would leave he would leave the house to go play ball or go to school go to work or whatever um i wasn't even a teenager yet but i was sneaking his room like most kids do they sneak in their sisters or their their older sister or older brother's room and start rummaging around shit touching shit um but i never really touched a lot of his shit you know um i always went to his his boom box, his radio, um, he had a Timberland box. Now, my brother is a size 13. He's been a size 13 since I was little. 
Um, so the box, if you know a Timberland box, you know them bitches was big. Um, especially if you're a big size. But he would have uh, nothing but just cassette tapes back then. Cassette tapes was the thing before CDs, before we transitioned to CDs. But my introduction, I kid you not, was was Method Man. It was Method Man, Red Man, Wu Tang, Queen Latifah, uh, MC Light, um, P Rock, CL Smooth, Keith Murray, EPMD, Rakim. Uh, he had a lot of East Coast rap. If anything, I was introduced to a lot of East Coast rap. It wasn't until I did my own research in in, in diving into Southern rap. Um, uh, 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 when I said Southern rap, I mean really like New Orleans rap, because he did have Outkast, uh, Goody Mob. Um, it was somebody else, I believe. But again, I mean, shit, Atlanta is on the East Coast. So, um, but yeah, that was that was my introduction to to hip hop and every you know popping in a cassette tape and hearing met the man and red man i ain't know what they were saying you know i didn't i didn't really know you know going to to queen latifah's um i'm gonna tell you right now because i'm on i'm on itunes right now i'm gonna tell you the album name hold on hold on i should have had this paired shit i didn't think i was gonna be telling my fucking hip-hop story for you niggas all right, Queen Latifah. I think that's um, Black Rain. Black Rain. He had a he had the CD and a and a cassette tape of Queen Latifah's Black Rain. And I think when Black Rain came out, that's when stuff started to transition to CDs. So a lot of the shit that he bought in cassette, he also bought into CD in, into into a CD format. Um, but yeah, that's that's my introduction, and 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 I was just, I was stuck on that, you know. And then going to elementary school, that's when I got introduced to No Limit, you know. No Limit was was the thing back then, but I wasn't, I wasn't a fan of it to be honest with you, because my ears was already, um, it was already set on East Coast, that that language, that tone, that accent. I was already fascinated by that. And hearing fucking Master P and Silk the Shaka and, you know, Mystical was my man. You know, hearing Mystical, I was like, okay, yeah. You know, the fast rap and shit like that, it, it, reminded, it reminded me of Twister because my brother, you know, he, he listened to Chicago rap as well. Twister and all of that good stuff, Bone Thugs and Harmony, you know, the, the fast rap and shit. I was like, all right, I fuck with Mr. Mystical. Um, but everything else, I was like, eh. All the kids like, make them say, uh, I was like, yeah, nah, make them say, no, I'm not fucking with none of that shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just, you know, and, I, and, and when I got of age, teenager age, and I started to, to go out, you know, my mom would bring me to get her nails done, uh, at this nail salon shop in Carrollton for the folks who know there was a strip mall in Carrollton. I think it's where costco is uh, and this is for my local people for the for the for the mid 30 early 40 year olds who know what the fuck was up back then there was this well-known record shop called odyssey records odyssey records um i forgot the man name who owned it he's still living still thriving i actually when i was a letter carrier i used to deliver to his house 
in Lakeview, big beautiful house, sweet guy, but he owned this well-known record shop where all of the artists used to come. Uh, they used to come down when they would tour and things like that, do shows. They would go to that record shop. You can get, you can buy the tapes. You can get posters. You can get things signed. You can, you know, meet like this place was the epitome of meet and greet. You know, um, artists used to chill in there. That's why I met the Black Eyed Peas and, and, and all that. Because I'm segwaying, but I say all that to say, I went in to Odyssey Records right when Juvenile released 400 Degrees. Um, I'm taking a pause because I, I want to make sure that it was 400 degrees, bitch. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was 400 degrees because it dropped in 98. Um, and he had posters and everything. And my mom, you know, she gave me an allowance. And I think C CDs back then were like seven, eight dollars. So I paid with my own money. Juvenile's 400 degrees. Um, and that following year, I got the G code which dropped in 1999 and uh and i put juvenile's poster up in my room i didn't know who fuck who the fuck juvenile was but because homie had talked him up so much like he's the hottest rapper out right now he's with cash money and he's talking to a kid who i assume i assumed he assumed that i knew who 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 that was already because they were on the radio they they got a lot of uh radio time and and um you know, at the end, Juvenile had had a uh, had a single. I had high out, high, high out. Um, you know, and he had some other stuff. Like it was, it was a real big buzz for Juvenile. So I was like, okay, I'll get it. You know, just this green gullible fucking kid. You know, just just buying shit because the fuck self associate told her told her to. Um, and I listened to it, and I was like, oh, okay, yeah, it's straight. But it didn't give me that feeling like hearing. Method Man, Red Man, Queen Latifah, EPMD, Rakim, Wu-Tang, Naughty by Name. It didn't give me that feeling. I think because a few years had passed, I was a young hip-hop head. You know what I'm saying? Um, but it was it was still cool for what it was. Till this day, I'm not. I'm still not the biggest fan of New Orleans rap. I, you know, of course, I fuck with Juvie. Of course, I fuck with Wayne. But that's about it. Um no limit shit yeah you you won't catch no 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 limit shit in my shit unless it's mystical keep it a buck and that's only because mystical rapped over fucking neptune's beats really really fucking good multiple times um <laughs> timbaland beats too um so but yeah that's that's my that's my hip-hop introduction shout out to 50 years of hip-hop all of his forefathers all of the ones that that's come and gone all of the one-hit wonders all of the, the folks like Buster Rhymes who have who who came in at the beginning and still is, is still here putting numbers on the board still in his words busting ass um it's great it's great I'm a forever lover of hip-hop that is my first love when it comes to music. If you ask me now, who's my favorite rapper? It changed over the last 10 years. I'm not even going to I'm not going to lie to you. My favorite rapper coming in was Biggie. 
It was Notorious B.I.G. Um, but after a while, a few more albums in, my number one had became Jay-Z. Um, but it changes every now and then. It's, I go back and forth between Biggie and, and Jay-Z. And of course, Nas is, is number two. He going to just be number two. So number one is, is a tie between Biggie and Jay. And then number two is Nas, hands down. Um, yeah, that's that's all I got. I, you know, I, I yeah, I, I would say what's my number three, what's my number four. But that's a whole nother conversation for a whole nother day. <coughs> Excuse me. Mm-hmm. I'm in the kitchen. I'm in the kitchen right now. I set up shop. I have the home to myself, so I figure, let me see how this sound for his acoustics wise. And I, and I hoping and praying when I'm done with this episode and I play it back that I don't hit a fucking ceiling fan. Because um, my, my room does give great acoustics. Um, but again, I was like, I can actually stand up, walk around, or at least walk back and forward with the mic in my hand. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to right I can't put the mic in my hand. But... Uh, <laughs> But yeah, um, go back to the to the war show. Uzi. Who else we had? Um, Corley Ray with the tribute to Bus. Um, niggas give Ice Spice a lot of flag. I mean, I'm not, I'm not a fan of Ice Spice, but it's like it's not in a bad way. I think because for me, I don't. I'm not a. I'm not a big fan of like the drill type of music, you know, and as she's in, in that category with that. Um, but I thought her performance was cool. Of course, Lotto, who else I'm trying to remember before I get to this, to this Tina tribute, which was a hot fucking stank ass mess. Um, even the, the surprise performance, cause, and I think it was a surprise performance, the Migos, um, Quavo, and Offset. Shout out to them, R.I.P. to take off, man. That was that was a, a really big thing to see them come together, put all of the differences aside, you know. And and who who who's to say they didn't make up already and put their differences aside? Because I think there's been pictures floating around of them together. So I, I think I think they back cool. I think they back being the family that they once was. Um, but for, but to see them on stage for for to do a little one too, man, that, that really made my heart smile. Now let's get to this fucking Tina tribute. T.D. Patty fucking LaBelle. She looked good. She looked fucking good. As always. Wig. Phenomenal. You know what I'm saying? Face caught. Didn't decline. The fit was fitting. The heels was healing. She didn't kick them off. Congratulations to her. But Tina Turner ain't fuck ain't fuck with America like that. She didn't fuck a- after divorcing Ike, you know, and and finding the new the newfound Tina Turner that she became. She moved overseas somewhere. I think like to fucking Amsterdam or Ireland or some some shit like that. <coughs> Marry some white man and you know she she lived happily after, ever after. You know I don't even know if she even kept in contact with with her sons with her children. She didn't even really want them fucking kids. 
You know what I'm saying? But Ike knocked her up. And, you know, she had all them fucking babies. But in a nutshell, Tina ain't really fuck with America like that, man. She ain't, she ain't fuck with niggas. She ain't fuck with Americans like that. Um, and I know for a fact. I know for a fucking fact. Patty didn't fuck with Tina. Patty. Auntie Patty. Has been giving me. I was a, I was once a mean girl. Maybe not now. But she gives me that. Like when you think about the time that she came out. Her Gladys, Diana, Aretha, uh, Tina, and whoever else you could think of. Shaka Khan and you know all of the, the black women R&B singers at that time that came out. Whether they was in girl groups or not. You know they wasn't shooting the shit together. They wasn't hanging together. They wasn't going to each other's shows and singing along to each other's songs and shit like that. It was competition. It was fucking competition. Back then, Diana was the, she was the biggest. She was the star. Even though she didn't quite have the pipes like Patty and Aretha and Gladys, Diana was the fucking star. And I know it was animosity. I know it was beef. I know it was fucking smoke. You know what I mean? Tina blew to a different stratosphere. You know, she had the movie. Angela Bassett killed it when she got snubbed of a fucking Oscar. But there's neither here or there. You know what I mean? She she had this Tony the Tiger look with the with the hair and the sequence fringe dress shit and dancing and the legs, putting insurance on her like one of the first motherfuckers to put insurance on her legs and shit. So I know that was beef. I also know Beyonce is the second coming of Tina. Now, we know we couldn't get B. She's on tour. And to be honest, even if she wasn't on tour, she probably still wouldn't have done it because Beyonce don't even fuck with the BET Awards like that. Not saying she don't fuck with BET, but the awards. There was a picture that just surfaced. That that just surface of her, Jay, they were sitting in front row, her, Jay, uh, Kanye, and Kim. This is when um, Jay-Z and Ye were still friends. This is when Jay-Z had the low, the low cut Caesar. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I think Kim and Ye, Kim and Ye, I think they were, I think they were like in their first or second year of marriage. You know what I'm saying? And that was a long time ago. That was a picture. So that that's probably the last time you would have seen Beyonce at a BET award show. Um, but in a perfect world, of course, Beyonce would, would have been the perfect choice to do this Tina tribute. She would have knocked this bitch out the park. And I, and I also feel like the shit was last minute because they only did one song. Um, but if not B... You could have gave me, you could have gave me Gladys. You could have gave me T Gladys. You know what I mean? Gladys got the range. She got the depth. You could have gave me Fantasia. You know, uh, my coworker was telling me when I mentioned Jennifer Hudson, she was like, nah, because Jennifer, you know, her, her, her voice is loud. Yeah, but she still could have gave. T.D. Patty, I think because of the past history, T.D. wasn't a good fit. And I think. They picked, they got T.D. because T.D. is still relevant. Pat, you know, and I say T.D. I'm talking about T.D. Patty. 
T. Patty. She's still relevant out in these streets. You know, she she still performs when she can and stuff like that. I know she did Tiny Desk about two years ago, I want to say. Um, she's a legacy act. She's a legacy artist. But this fucking lady didn't even know the fucking words to Simply the Best. First of all, Simply the Best was the wrong song. And maybe that was a song that she chose because she knows she couldn't do what love got to do with it. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, bitch, you could have did, like, fucking Private Dancer. You know what I mean? Simply the Best is the song for the Karens. And for the rich black aunties who who have been privileged and entitled pretty much their whole life. They don't they don't know anything about the struggle. You know what I'm saying? Or if they do, they've been long removed from the struggle. Simply the best is is their song. It's the song for Oprah and Gail. You know what I'm saying? It's it's for the TDs who go to Martha's Vineyard on a random fucking Wednesday. You know what I'm saying? Simply the best is not the nigga's song. You know what I'm saying? Niggas don't know simply the best. We know what's love got to do with it because of the fucking movie. You know what I'm saying? We, you know, most of us know private dancer, bitch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She could have gave us private dancer. The fucking Tina Trip you was a fucking dub. And I hope I popped her speaker when I said it like that. It was a fucking dub fucking patty said on the mic i don't know the words bitch i got to take a sip hold on this fucking lady said out loud i don't know the words apparently someone was blocking the teleprompter apparently that's what they said who is they i don't know but we just gonna roll with they that's what they said. They said, you know, a couple bitches was blocking the teleprompter. And she couldn't read the words. First of all, I think at award shows, the teleprompters are too far. Uh, <laughs> I think the teleprompters need to be in the in the floor, like on, on, on the stage. Granted, they're looking down, but I would rather that, you know, or like at an angle close to the stage. Um but yeah, man, that shit was embarrassing. That shit was embarrassing. And you know, she could get away with saying some shit like that with a young crowd laughing and joking and making jest of it. But for someone like me, who is a fan of black music, that shit was a fucking dub. That shit is embarrassing. Oh, but you, she, she would for damn sure not do that for a Luther tribute. Oh, no. But Tina, yeah, I don't know the words. Fuck out of here, TD. Fuck out of here, Patty, man. Like that shit, that shit was a dub. That shit was a fucking dub. Um, <laughs> but overall, overall, the war show for me, if I had to rate it, I give it, I give it a good eight. I give it a good eight. The only R&B act that I remember was Coco Jones. Um, that was the only one that I can, I remember like an R&B act performing at, at the award show and predominantly of the show was celebrating 50 years of hip hop. What, 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 what really would have been dope? Cause they did the Southern rap tribute. 
yes, cash money. I mean, uh, I'm sorry. Yes, no limit was the first, but they should have had like cash money. If you couldn't at least get Wayne, you could at least got Manny, Juvie, baby. You know what I mean? Um, did they, did they drop the ball with a few things? Yeah, they did. You know what I'm saying? Cause hip, cause hip hop is Method Man, is Wu-Tang, is EPMD. You had Eric Sermon, but you didn't have EPMD. Is Rakim. You had Big Daddy Kane. Is Salt and Pepper. You know what I'm saying? Is JJ Fad. Is Bone Thugs and Harmony. Is Pete Rock and CL Smooth. These these people are, are alive are alive and well. You know what I mean? Is fucking black sheep. You know, if you really want to get funky with it. Is Tribe Called Quest. You know? De La Soul. Come on, man. Like, if you want to talk about hip-hop, past and present, you can't just start at fucking... You can't you can't just start at fucking no limit on your way your way down. Even if you couldn't get outcast, y'all dropped the ball by not inviting big boy. Man, what y'all doing? CeeLo. Goody mob. Come on, man. What you mean Dupree was at? The producers. The the DJs. Jazzy Jeff. Red Alert. You know what I'm saying? Tony Scratchery. Yeah, I mean, like Clark Kent. These fucking people had a hand in the rappers that we know and love had a hand in their career. Yeah, I'm saying like they dropped the ball with and I said a few things, but now that I'm talking about it, y'all dropped the ball with a lot of shit, BT. Tyler Perry, man, get your people. You did the best you you could do with, you know. You buying BT, you acquiring BT. Shout out to fucking Tyler Perry, man. Shout out to Tyler Perry. Just gotta say it again. Shout out to fucking Tyler Perry, man, for buying BT. Acquiring, you know, that the, the rich people say acquiring. They don't they don't use they don't use the term buy no more. You know, Tyler Perry acquires BT. Viacom, VH1, you know, whatever, whatever it is that that network, all the little brothers, he acquired. Eve, come on, man! Like, give me the Rough Riders, Jada Locks, yeah, Dipset. Come on, man! What y'all doing? If you couldn't give me all the Rockefeller, you could have gave me State Pop. They just did the Roots, the Roots picnic. Shit, y'all ain't even give me the Roots. Now I will say this: they had mad skills. They had mad skills do the um, 50 years of hip hop like recap uh, freestyle or, you know, I kind of came in in the middle of it because um, I think I went to another room. I went to the bathroom or some shit like that. And then I came back and he was already spitting. Mad skills is highly, highly underrated. Mad skills is like black thought. It's like Sky Zoo. It's a, it's a lot of those cats who have ghosts. They, they ghost wrote a lot of shit for other artists. You know what I'm saying? They have a really good ear for production. 
you know the the raps is there but rappers like mad skills and and or sky zoo um I'm, i'm gonna take black thought out of it because he has he he has gotten to that level but rappers like them they had they didn't get over the hump they they are still considered the underground backpack rapper and they, they ain't underground you know what i'm saying they're very well known they do very well for themselves but i think like when you think of mainstream they haven't gotten there you know like gerald ortiz like roy like you know royster five nine um but yeah man fucking now I ain't got worked up, bitch. Hold on. Talking about this damn award show. But I say all of that to say. <laughs> BT award show. I give it a high eight. I give it a high eight. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that's that's what I give it. Because I, I still enjoy award shows when I can, you know. Um, I know there are some award shows that I miss, especially like the Grammys I always miss. You know, I either have to work or I'm doing something um, or the MTV Music Awards, the Movie Awards, the Oscars. Like I, I watch it. I see it like I'm, I'm, I'm getting in on the middle of it or toward the end. But watching it from the beginning to the end, it rarely happens now because of, of how I move. Speaking of music, it's coming, y'all. Essence Fest, yes, Essence Fest, Essence Fest is coming up, today is when, today is Wednesday, I think I said Tuesday in the beginning of this podcast, my apologies, charged to my head and not my heart, but today is Wednesday, it's coming up, it's actually, the kickoff is tomorrow, the 29th, um, because of 4th of July, 4th of July, 4th of July is falling on, I believe, a Tuesday, um, yeah, so Essence Fest is kicking off the 29th pretty much to the 2nd. Um, and the 2nd is a Sunday. Normally, Essence Fest and 4th of July intertwines with one another. Um, but, you know, because of the scheduling and shit. I can't wait. I'm looking forward to it. So, so much, so much thing, so many things to do. So many places to go, um, especially if you're out of towner. Yeah, I've um, on my personal IG page, I've posted a few things that's going to be going on in the city. Um, not everything, because yes, I am a motherfucker that knows everything and a lot of shit. But we have people who are in place, you know, to guide you to place a shout out to. Ashley Nicole spills. She does this thing, um, the weekly spill. She posts. She posts a itinerary of events throughout the weekend. She posts it every Friday. She gives you some shit Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We have another young lady, Pleasure Savior. She does the same thing. They do the same thing, but they post different events um, to do to two two different demographics, and that's what I love about the both of them. Ashley Nicole is going to give you the the events that you know that's going to cost niggas money to get in. You know, a little a little bit more mature. You know what I mean? Um, 
things that I know that she gets access to that maybe Pleasure Savior doesn't get access to, she will uh, advertise that, you know, and then Pleasure Savior, she promotes more of the local smaller events um whether you're local or not you know if you want to you know there's always there's always the niggas that come in town like i want to do what the locals do all right bitch i'm about to take you to this hole in the wall <laughs> you know where they're like one underage girl away from being shut down if that's if that's if that's local if that's the type of local you want to get down with then i'm gonna show you that <laughs> um but yeah, she posts a lot of the the smaller events with like a lot of the local artists and the local DJs and things like that. Um, and then every now and then they they have like one or two of the same events on both of their on on both of their flyers. But um, I will I will say, you know, me and my me and my ministry, my my Ace Boom Coon Javon AKA Rockaway. The away team that's including myself him and a, and a few other people um having land yap it's our event that we've been doing for the last six seven years it's i'm dubbing it now i'm calling it now and i and i and i should have been doing this Lanyap is the greatest party in the city it's the greatest event because it's a party but we we do party with a purpose you know pretty much every land yet we we give back um we donate things um this land yet we're donating non-perishable items to let me let me, let me get the fly hold on bitch let me get the fly because i don't want to fuck no shit up hold on now all right Yeah, we um we're donating I gotta I gotta I gotta I gotta, I gotta read it. <laughs> I gotta read to make sure. Yeah, but we're we're donating um toiletries and um paper towels and of course you know, I said non-perishable, but we are donating perishable items as well. We work with organizations, Second Food Harvest Bank. Um, uh, we do free STD HIV testing with Crescent Care Nola. We have a, they have a truck um, that comes out. We also, you know, have from time to time, we also have food vendors or one particular food vendor. Last land, yeah, a few months ago, we had Southern Southern's food truck. I think this year, we this this land yeah we're gonna have the same folks. Southern Southern's food truck will be outside. Um, it is fifteen dollars, and this is my I guess this is my my promotion. It's not a shameless plug, bitch. This is a plug. It's fifteen dollars to get in, but with a donation of those things, and I'll um post I'll post a I'll try to post some type of link. Where if th and this is for the, the pe for my local people who are looking for things to do. I'll try to post a link somewhere in the, in the description. If not, you're just going to have to go to my IG page and you'll see everything there. But it's $15 to get in. But with a donation, they knock $5 off and it's $10. Where Tipatina's, the famous 
greatest Tipitinas, 501 Napoleon Avenue. That's Napoleon and Chapitulas. If you're from uptown, way, way uptown, then you know exactly where that is. It's going to be a fucking doozy from 10 to 2. From 10 to 2, we have an opening act, The Artist Jade. Now, if you know The Artist Jade, at least he- hearing me talk about The Artist Jade, I talked about her in the, if not the last episode, this previous episode, but the last, last episode. But I want to say it was probably this past episode. Artist J, we had her as the opening act for Tedra Moses at Ace Hotel for Jazz Fest. He got her again. It's, she's going to fucking kill it. I'm calling it now. I'm calling it now. She's going to bring the whole fucking six ward in that joint. Fifth and six. You know what I mean? Um, and, it, and it's just, a, you know, other than the purpose, we do party. Javon is a DJ. He's a very, very well-known DJ. And he gives you... He gives you at least a good two and a half, three hour set of just nonstop hits, new and old, slow and fast um, edits, the, the originals, you know, just everything you can think of. And of course, you have me. I'm not quite the host, but I am the I am the energy giver. I'm the energy giver. I'm the motherfucker that is on stage with him. And I do dance, of course. You can't help but to dance. And I get I give the energy. He gives the energy to me and I give it to the people in the crowd. And they give it right back. You know, because everything is energy. You know. Um, and without me to give you niggas the energy, how can y'all give him the energy to keep going? Yeah, you know I mean, so that's how that go. Cause people 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 always saying, Why don't you get on the mic? I'm not a host. You know what I'm saying? I've ne- I've never even like asked him, "Hey, can I can I get the mic?" Cuz I I feel like my voice is not mic friendly. You know. And now I do see myself in my head getting on the mic and doing some shit, but it's like, "Nah, I I'm gonna fuck it up." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This is as close as it gets to me getting on the mic doing this podcast. Shit. Now maybe later on, I don't know. He might feel compelled to be like, "You know what, see, bro? Get on the mic, man." I don't know. So, but that's happening Saturday. Um, on top of all other things, we have Arts, Beats, and Lyrics uh, by Jack Daniels coming down. They're coming down Friday. That's going to be dope and dope. I just heard uh, 8 Ball MJG is going to be uh, the guest performers there. They were down here last year. Um, and Bun B, he was a performer he was a guest performer if y'all know anything about arts beats and lyrics it's a touring um art show where they incorporate music um music live music and also music from well-known djs and of course they they highlight featured artists wherever city that they're touching down to they're highlighting the respective uh artists so this one here is going to be a lot of our local artists, uh, art, art by Jay Cole, Ashley Lorraine, Jack Francois, um, Audie Dorsey, wh- whoever you could think of that's, you know, uh, a big artist in this city. Nine times out of ten, they're probably going to have some artwork display in the building that, that's going to be held at the CAC on Julia. I don't know the exact address, but if you're from here, then you already know what the CAC is. Um, 
it's gonna be I, I can't I can't wait till Friday. I don't know I I don't know everything as of yet. Um only the stuff that I posted, there's gonna be a poetry uh show Thursday tomorrow at Ace Hotel. Um that's the homies Prosper, Toya Bodie, um, with a few other acts. It's gonna be dope. I really wanna try to make that. I'm not sure if I'll be able to go because you know, niggas gotta feed these babies. So other than that, Essence, I, I, like I was telling my homeboy, Javon, I feel like this weekend is just, it, I feel like it's it's a regular weekend. Not not a regular weekend. How, how do I, because I worded it really well when, when, I, when, I, when I was talking to him. I said, this week, this coming up weekend is going to feel like a great weekend with Essence being a afterthought. If that makes sense, because we be having good weekends where so much shit is going on, but it's not tied with something big like Essence, like Jazz Fest. You know what I'm saying? Um, like Essence Fest to me is just a bonus, you know, because all of this other shit. Also, I, let me not forget the homies over at Abstract. Um, <laughs> they it, it's it's abstract and arts beats and lyrics are kind of like the same thing but abstract it it has grown into something very very much so big they are coming back with abstract nola this saturday as well pretty much kind of like the same time slot as lanyap so i want to see how this looks because i know niggas be fucking with both um their event is going to be held at the riverwalk that's on the river it's a, it's a strip mall on the river and that's pretty big so shout out to them um and Tyree and, and, and Kenneth a lovely couple who are the creator co-creator of this event um I forgot how much it is to get in but like I said literally kind of on the same lines as Arts Beats and Lyrics they're going to have performers DJs uh photographers and visual artists a lot of those folks are highlighted as well in that event um but to go back to what I was originally saying Essence Fest is just a bonus you know with all of the shit that's happening um Essence is just a bonus but I, I can't wait to see of course Metro and Republic our two well-known clubs in the city is going to be uh popping you know with the more more famous DJs and celebrities and um you know we have the seminars at the convention center and um you know different vendors clothes clothing vendors and food vendors and you know other little pop-up shots i can't wait to get downtown i'm not i'm gonna I'm not i'm gonna keep it a buck with you i can't wait to get downtown to see what pop-up shots we have i love when i do love when essence come down because the health and wellness hair care clothing food uh vendors that you may have supported throughout the year via social media you can actually meet these folks who created these brands in person you know they come down they uh they do the they buy out our galleries they buy out spaces in the cbd and i say the cbd because that's where essence is held like at the superdome and surrounding in the surrounding area of the cbd central business district and warehouse district you can you can you can actually meet these um 
meet these these creators of these brands and uh, lifestyle brands and things like that. Meet them in person and just give it up. So I can't wait to um to see who's coming down. I do know one in particular is coming down. I I really want to meet. I'm a big fan. I'm a stan. Scotty Beam. If Scotty Beam gets a hold of this podcast somehow, some way, and she hears this, Scotty, I love you. Not because of how you look, but bitch, what you stand for. Um, I'm a very, very big fan of Scotty. I've been a fan since shit. I'm really thinking it's been that long, you know what I'm saying? Since I've been a fan, I've been a supporter. Every podcast that she's been on, um, from the state of the culture with Joe Button, um, I think is it Hey Girl Hey? I want to say Hey Girl Hey podcast. I might, I might be, I might be fucking it up, but yeah, shout out to fucking Scotty Beam. I can't, I can't wait. I hope I run into Scotty. She tweeted. She said, "I'm going to be in New Orleans." I do not want to be asked how I'm doing. Bitch, I'm hot. Trust me. Niggas is not going to ask you how you doing. If I meet you, I'm giving you a bottle of water. Off the rip, bitch. Because <laughs> I know how hot it's going to be this weekend. Um, and just all the other influencers and celebrities and um, podcasters that's going to be down here. Like, it's, it's going to be a beautiful thing. You talk about You talk about a black experience. And I know I talk about the ultimate black experience. Essence is the ultimate black experience. Um, so, yeah, Essence Fest. I can't wait. It's the kickoff is tomorrow. And hopefully, you know, we have a successful Essence Fest weekend. Um, of course, the, the movers and shakers, the scammers and jammers are going to be out doing the ungodly like thing out here in these streets. But. Um, nonetheless, everyone be safe, you know, keep your head on a swivel, you know what I'm saying? Uh, have your bulletproof vest in the trunk just in case, bitch, because when it's hot out, the guns is out. <laughs> so that's pretty much it. We are, we are at an hour. I want to run through some of these sneakers, some of the sneaker reviews a little bit, not too much. Um, I know there was a Yeezy restock. Um, shout out to those folks. I'm gonna keep that quick and easy. Shout out to the folks who came up on on the easy restock. I got a homeboy who who came up. I want to say at least a good five or six pair pairs of of Yeezys that he wanted, and should probably he was able to double double and triple up on um on that uh, at the Air Force One. That that's pretty much it of that. I told you I was gonna keep it short and sweet. Air Force One comeback. Air Force Ones has always been around, but I think this past year, this year and 2022, probably probably since like 2021, Air Force Ones have really been like coming back with a vengeance. Um, I'm looking to cop all of the Air Force One jewels. Um, the jewels is the Air Force Ones with the small Nike check. It's a bubble Nike check on the, on the side panel of the shoe. I'm looking to get majority of the color of the months. Air Force Ones, it's really like the old school colorway. I got the um, the University Blue. They call it on the box University Blue. I call it a Carolina Blue, bitch. Um, but the yellow jewel, the high orange uh, color of the month. You know, just just past just past Air Force Ones color colorways that came out the last year or so, and then most of that shit is under retail. So 
and I know I've talked about this on previous episodes, right now it is the best time to buy sneakers that have dropped over the last two years. The price has dropped tremendously. The retro twos, the Chicago twos are now 150 in a size eight and a half. That's probably gonna be the next shoe that I get just off that price alone. Um, I, I, in actuality, I really wanted another pair of Air Force Ones, but I was like, you know what? 150 is my type of price. So the next few days, next week or so, that'll be the next shoe that I get. Um, and that's pretty much it. I, I, I'm going to make a post, an actual IG post of my pickups this year, my six-month update. Um, I literally only purchased like five or six pairs of sneakers between January and now. And that is that is a life changer. Because if you know me, you know I, I, I spend money on kicks like food. You know, I, buy, I used to buy a pair of sneakers like two or three pairs of sneakers every two weeks literally two or three pairs every two weeks but now it's like one pair of sneakers like every couple of months um every month or every other month so oh wow i just seen some white folks rollerblading down down the street and this is a very raggedy street Ooh, gentrification is real boy um enough with the sneaker shit because I, I don't have enough i don't have enough enough shit to talk about to be honest um let's get into this music bag what y'all been listening to i hope y'all been i hope y'all been listening to my 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 my, uh, my playlist man my chef's kiss playlist i've been getting some really good feedback on this chef's kiss playlist man and i'm really proud of myself um it was carefully thought of you know intentionally put together um i'm very very proud of it i'm so proud of it i made a chef's kiss 2 playlist i'm still working on it this playlist in particular is probably going to be a lot more uh rap hip-hop in it um but the same intention you know same type of vibes you know that's been having my ears in a chokehold lately um, even with that so I'm working on it hopefully like in the next week or two I'll have it up but other than that I've been running back um, a lot of Maxo cream fable dropped a new joint don't get too cozy I ran it twice literally twice um, back to back good lengthy album 18 tracks uh, I, I give it like a high eight I want to say like a eight point I got 8.7. I think that's a high A for me. Um, Key Glock. When when I do, when I am in the mood to listen to some listen to some nigga shit, you know I do go to Key Glock. <laughs> um, Key Glock dropped Glaucoma two. Glaucoma two. Um, another lengthy album, 23 tracks. I listened to this a few times. Um, I don't have a favorite, but it's but it's it is an album that I can listen to every track like just from front to back which is a good thing that says a lot that says that says a fucking a lot bitch uh, um let me see let me see let me see honey baby uh this new i'm assuming it's a new artist it's, it's the artist that i just came came up on i heard a track on tiktok and of course i went down a rabbit hole young lady honey baby three words eight letters um it's an ep she gave us a, a good a good vibey six piece um 
if I had to rate it, I give it a nine. I'm not even gonna lie. I give it a nine. Uh, another artist here, Kiana Lede, uh, album called Grudges. I've seen a few people post this album, and I and I did add it to my library before I seen a few people post it. So I was like, okay, I did something right here. Um, Seventeen tracks. Don't have a favorite. I not yet, but I know if I when I listen to this album a little bit more, I'll have a favorite. But seventeen tracks, um, good cohesive album. Another artist that I came up on, just just searching through, you know, the new releases and stuff like that on Apple. Uh, I don't the name the name is spelled. I'm gonna spell it out G E N I A Jania. 4 p.m. in the Ville. Uh, it's giving me EP vibes, even though it's not called an EP, but it's giving me very much so EP vibes with eight with eight tracks. Um, it's R&B. I fucks with it a lot. Um, I, I found myself going back to this album, I think, because it is just eight piece. So, um, and that's pretty much it, man. Uh, like I said, I'm going to, you know, and, and of course, my regular shit that, that I've been you know, listening to the Janelle Monet, Katrinata Anime, A- Amine, um, what else? What else? Fucking IDK, of course, Victoria Monet. I can't wait till the album come out. She dropped on my mama single. Fucking with that a lot. Tay War, um, Austin Mills, Hit Boy, Killer Mike, Michael. I don't know if I, I think I did. I don't know. I think I talked about this album on the last episode. If I didn't, or if I did, I'm going to talk about it again. Killer Mike's Michael is a 10. Up and down, a 10. Killer Mike, he took his time with this shit. The right features, the right production, um, the right amount of songs on this album, 14 tracks. This is a album. Um, of course, the the more... The, the fan favorite will be uh, scientists and engineers with Andre and Future. Um, but to be honest, my favorite track, I, I do have a favorite on this joint. I'm not even going to lie to you. My favorite will probably be Spaceship Views with Currency, 2 Chains, and Cash Page. Um, but just, I mean, from, from front to back, Killer Mike's Michael album is just... It's literally the epitome of Chef's Kiss. Chef's Kiss. Now, I do have Sciences and Engineers on my Chef Kiss 2 playlist um, because, I, like I said, it's a fan favorite. Um, but will I add another? Will I add another joint to, to that playlist? I'm not. I'm not sure because that that particular song flows well with everything else that I have on the playlist. So I might just keep it at that. But um, but yeah, that's pretty much it, man. And of course, the the Chef's Kiss playlist. You know, I still go back to that. I still run that. I'm probably going to put the link or find some type of link to share that and put it in the description. Um, be look so and be looking out for the Chef's Kiss two playlist. Like I said, it's going to be more of a up tempo rap hip hop playlist. And and I try to stay away from making rap playlists because there's so much rap. Um, even if it's the rap that I don't listen to, it's just so much rap, but this one in particular, again, thought out, you know, I got Odyssey on, on, on this. I could tell you right now who I have, 
on this particular playlist. I got clips, bus, smoke, smoke dizza. Um, I got Denzel Curry. Uh, I got a, I got the track with Smeet on Cyber from the Black Messiah soundtrack, Plead the 45th. Um, I got Skepta. I got ASAP Rocky, a, a old joint. Um, of course, Killer Mike. I got Talib Kweli. I got Odyssey. I got LaKayla 47. So, you know, I, I hope I hope you see where I'm, where I'm going with this. Um, nothing but bops, man. Nothing but bops. Um, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. A good, a good hour and 20 minutes and however many seconds counting uh, show. I hope you all enjoyed it because I did too. I wish I can do more of these podcasts on a weekday. Last week, I wanted to do it, do it so bad, but you know work just be working on top of life be life and so um grateful for personal days <laughs> bitch grateful for pto um i'm trying i'm trying to save my pto for when my for when my my love comes down to visit so i can have all them days off you know what i mean because when she come down it's going down <laughs> um but yeah man i'm i'm just just grateful and happy that I was in the mood that my mind clicked and was like, bitch, you got the house to yourself. It's quiet. You already got some shit written down. Do your thing. You know what I'm saying? And also just trying to figure out how I'm going to get, you know, my, my Apple shit back up and running for the folks who um who have Apple Podcasts. But if you, if you still rock with Spotify, please go to Spotify, run those numbers up give me good feed not not even good feedback just give me feedback you know what you think of the show rate it follow comment um whatever you do with with podcasts do that um and if you still want to tip the bartender you can also do that too (laughs) there is a link i believe on my spotify where it takes you to anchor even though spotify owns anchor it's, it's somewhere anchor is still there and it'll take you to the tip jar where you can tip a dollar five dollars a hundred dollars <laughs> um but yeah man i hope y'all enjoy the rest of your week um i hope that your weekend is as is gonna be as amazing as mine's y'all be safe y'all stay hydrated if, if anything stay hydrated you know even if you're gonna be inside stay hydrated as much as possible stay safe i love y'all and yeah long live the joe's niggas <laughs>